Certainly has been a lot of movement in the Canadian airline industry this week. Earlier this week, we were talking about WestJet getting bought up by Onyx Corporation. And then yesterday, we heard that Air Canada is purchasing the company that owns Air Transat. Here is Global News Radio personal finance expert Rabina Ahmed Hawk to talk about that and a few other issues here on this Friday. Rabina, good afternoon. Good afternoon. All right. What does uh, this latest purchase of uh, Air Transit by Air Canada, what does this mean for Canadian travelers? Uh, Are we going to see airfares uh, come down a little bit or are you predicting maybe even higher prices with uh, just, uh, you know, fewer and bigger players in the marketplace? Well, this is the problem. The Competition Bureau is already saying that they're concerned about consumers and what they are going to be paying for trips. Uh, They do service the South, so Caribbean destinations pretty heavily. So, you know, a lot of us depend on those cheaper fares from Air Transat to get us to our vacations in the summer, or in the winter, rather. Um, Will those fares be affected? I mean, with with Air Canada owning or owning the company that owns Air Transat, they now own the lion's share of uh, flights that go to Europe and flights that go to the Caribbean. So they can kind of set the market that way. um, And that is something that... Uh, competition bureau doesn't like so uh, we could see prices go higher I mean they have they have monopoly now in some yeah, ways over hard this. to believe I think for a lot of Canadian travelers that prices could actually go even uh, higher because I think a lot of Canadians are tired of going across the border to get a cheaper flight and fly out of Buffalo or Detroit and uh, would just like to see prices come down and they would like to see more competition rather than less exactly I mean a lot of it has to do with the fact that we are a small population and we are a massive country so those things we just unless we bring more people into Canada Canada and have more people traveling within Canada, it's going to be impossible to bring those prices down. I mean, if you go to Europe, I remember I lived in Europe, uh, I lived in England in 2002, and I flew to Italy for 12 pounds, 12 pounds plus taxes. Whoa. That's it, 12 pounds, and the taxes were, I don't can't remember, 30 pounds or something. But the tickets, you know, it was like these... Um, these uh, uh, Ryanair and these other companies that you could easily get a flight the next day and you could fly across the the continent for pretty cheap. We're never going to get there because we just don't have the population to make it happen. But yeah, I mean, we already had, uh, you know, change in in hands with WestJet. Now we have uh, Air Transat being owned by Air Canada. Does this just mean more money for Canadians to get out of, you know, to get on a plane? Probably. (laughs) Well, you know, here's the sad part. I think one of the real, uh, you know, downsides, if you will, to these, uh, and there's so many of them, to these uh, astronomical uh, airfares, is the fact that I can't really afford to travel in my own country. I would love to see more of Canada, but Mm -hmm. it's just, it's pretty much price prohibitive because, you know, I can go across uh, to Europe, to the UK cheaper than I can get to like Calgary in a lot of cases. A hundred percent. And I mean, this is one of the criticisms that we hear all the time is that we, it's inaccessible to, for, for us to go to Newfoundland is something like $700, the ticket uh, to, to fly from Toronto to St. John's, but to fly, sometimes you can get a ticket to England for under $400 if you get the right sale and get the right deal. And, and that makes it really difficult for us to feel excited about traveling across the country when it's costing you three times as much. Uh, and, you know, it, there is something to say. I'm going on a European holiday. I'm going on a Caribbean holiday. I'm going to Alberta. So people also like to say, you know, they're going somewhere exotic and different. Um, if you're going to encourage people to travel within Canada, you have to make it cheaper. You have to make it more accessible. All right. Speaking of travel, here we are, May 2-4 weekend. And this is kind of the unofficial, maybe official, uh, start of the uh, summer vacation uh, season. And you're here this afternoon with some new stats on uh, how much uh, Canadians are going to be paying for summer vacations and summer fun. 
Well, there was a, a, a BMO summer spending survey out, uh, that's a lot of S's, uh, about three years ago, and they said a family of four on average spends just over $5,600 on summer fun. And so a lot of times we focus a lot on how expensive the holidays are and Christmas gifts are and all that, you know, that time. But we forget that it's sort of a one or two day event that we're all, you know, sort of getting ready for, whereas summer is a two and a half month event. Every weekend is an opportunity to spend more money uh, to get, you know, get together with friends, to go on a holiday. And uh, the, the, the the most amount of money that we spend during the summer is on vacations. And the most expensive kind of vacations are those that you get onto a plane. Uh, so, you know, if you are making your summer plans, keep, bear those things in mind that it is a very expensive season. There's also some stats out that say that, you know, even traveling the exchange rates, you're paying a lot of fees on the money that we're exchanging, whether we're going to the United States or t- to Europe or to, the, you know, anywhere else in the world. So just be careful of how those things add up, the exchange rates, the fees that we're paying on the money that we're exchanging, um, and the, the the costs that we're, you know, it might be more enjoyable to have a vacation that costs one-fourth the amount and just drive somewhere, because that's going to be much easier on your uh, on your, um, on your your pocket. Yeah, well, like most things, uh, you know, it's the little stuff. It adds up pretty quickly, right? And then all of a sudden, something you thought was going to cost uh, you and the family, I don't know, maybe five, six hundred bucks. It's like, whoa, we actually spent like fifteen hundred on this activity or, or, or this weekend. I mean, it can really add up in a big hurry. So what is your advice going into the uh, summer season, the vacation season for families? So manage your expectations is my number one. And if you have a family, like say this typical family of four, ask your kids what do they want to do this summer and then make a list of things that are priority, make a list of things that are would be nice to have and make a list of things that are just not going to happen because they're too expensive and start to manage those because what happens is everybody has their idea of what they want to do and like you said, I mean, you can go to Blue Mountain for the weekend and spend $1,000. It's really not hard to spend money once you start getting out of your house and doing vacations. Uh, So make some priorities and book them now. I mean, half the fun is getting there. Half the fun is looking forward to the fact that you're going on holiday. So if you know you have a holiday booked in July, you won't be doing anything sort of in the run-up to it because you know you'll be spending that money. Uh, Book a cottage or whatever it is that you're planning on doing. If you you do it now, it's just you get your money kind of planned out. That's my best advice. Um, And if you have an expensive, you know, wedding to go to, that's a really, you know, often people travel for weddings in the summer, um, start putting that money away now and maybe make that your holiday because kind of excessive to do a wedding away and then also a family holiday somewhere. Do you have to watch that you don't get involved in this trap of I need to do something every weekend because, you know, there's only so many weekends in the summer and the weather's only so nice. And I think a lot of families get caught up in uh, we have to have something planned. We have to have an activity each and every weekend. I mean, 100%. I mean, one of the best ways you can save money is delayed gratification. And that is one of those things where you don't always have to be having the best time of your life. And that includes in the summer. I know that in in Canada, we have this pent up energy when the summer arrives and we can't waste a moment of it. But there's so many free things you can do. If you live in the city of Toronto or anywhere in the GTA, there's free festivals, there's parks, there's so many things that you can do for cheap uh, without breaking the bank. You don't have to fly halfway across the country to basically sometimes I ask myself, I fly somewhere and we're basically doing what we might do in our own city anyway. So why don't we just do it in our own city? Like we're at a festival or we're at some sort of event or something. You know, uh, I've often said that about either camping or uh, cottaging. It's funny, the amount of money and time we spend just to recreate what we have already. Like, I mean, exactly. what is a cottage other than just your house in a different location? <laughs> in my 20s, I used to say that about clubs. I remember we were like, we'd be at some club in some other place in the world. I'd be like, this is just like at home. Yeah. There's no difference. It's the exact same thing. 
I think I saw that guy last week in Toronto. I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, you have to really um, manage your expectations in the way that is it worth it? Is it worth it for me to spend all that money to sometimes do something when all you want to do is spend time together with your family? I mean, that's number one, right? Absolutely. Some great advice as we head into the summer vacation season. Hallelujah! It's finally here. It's beautiful outside. <laughs> just go outside. Ahmed Hawk, great to see you. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jeff.